Last week on Landscape of Fear. The party sprung into action, dashing across the grounds of Keir Hall to discover what was happening to their interests. Kopesh ran to the aid of his friend Iodai and Father Krios and discovered that they had made plans to go on their own adventure to the south of town toward the mines in the Barrier Mountains. They hoped to discover the source of the problem, or at least aid the glass folk that were walking there from town. Revius ran to the barracks and then to his workshop to gather supplies. He received a package from his boss at the Tau, and he wanted to learn what he could uh, and went to find Maddie, his friend in the guard. In the northern district, Revius found her turned to glass and attempted to enter the old mayor's home. He checked the mayor's home and found that he had long been turned to glass. He locked them both in the palatial townhouse before returning to his friends. Tegan made her way to Norik's shop in the square and discovered that his blight had indeed worked its way up his arm. He left for Tegan a dagger made of glass and coronite. Tegan made sure to tie him up to an anvil before leaving his shop. Alaric confronted his mother. She didn't have long before the glass plague overtook her, but she gave him a spell book and reminded him that he could be more than he truly was, more than his supposed origin. The party convened at their hideout and decided to go deeper into the forest and return to the mage tower to learn of why the blast of light from it had caused folks from town to turn to glass and walk toward the mountains to the south. The townsfolk had all been ordered to evacuate to the north in the opposite direction to the dwarf dozen lakes. The party was halted by Gravlutz in the forest as they headed toward the mage tower. He said that he wanted the party to find out what had happened to his associates that had sprung a trap to lock the wizard Prime in his tower. He also said that he had opened the final portal and allowed a winter assassin to hunt down the Prime. The party, finally making it back to the meditation chamber, unlocked that door that had stymied them previously and battled living magic down a hallway to a portal. They entered and investigated a living wall of light and shadow, a forlorn skeleton and a pocket of darkness with a creature inside. The wizard Prime regarded them from behind the shadows. He spoke of sparing their loved ones from the glass affliction if the party returned the whole map that Tegan had sought that supposedly contained his soul and would free him. He then revealed himself and spoke to Alaric as he connected the dots of the puzzle of his past. A clone had been taken to the Feywild long ago. Alaric realized that he and the wizard Prime were one and the same with the words of his mother ringing through his ears. They released the other figure suspended within the wall, who said his name was Pallas Falfern, and they began to leave the tower. So, the party is still in the mage tower. You are free to depart through the portal and head back down the trap room. You find yourselves in the chamber that housed the plinth, uh, the dais that Alaric had used to investigate some notes. Uh, Pallas seems eager to leave. He is a halfling. He's got dark hair and dark eyes and he's dressed up in, in leathers with several daggers and a couple bags on his, his waist. What would you all like to do? Alaric is useless right now, um, sitting on the floor, dwelling over the fact that he is a clone of the person who we've been chasing this entire time. 
and is muttering to himself and, and pretty much unable to walk. So someone's going to have to carry him. I'm going to drag him. Okay. Shouldn't be heavier than a door. It's <laughs> <laughs> tough work for a gnome. Um... He's just sitting heights like my standing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm going to be standing behind uh, Kopesh whispering, uh, Mockingly, you can do this, Kopesh. You can do this. Oh my God. <laughs> Palace helps you, Kopesh. Aww. He moves in front of Tegan, giving him this weird look. Mm. I'm sorry, giving her a weird look. And he helps you pull him. He's like, I don't. What's his problem? Listen, we haven't found a cure for that yet. My spell <laughs> slots can't fix it. <laughs> oh, good burn. Um, I will help them bring Alaric as well. Yay! Find like a chair or something to sit him down on, maybe in okay. the main building. Yeah, there was that's a good idea. There was a few pillows on the dais in this room, which you could scoop up, or you can um, head back to the main chamber with all the trapdoors. And th there would be like sparse furnishings or like crates, things that you could fashion. Might be a good thing to do that. Let's get out of this area at least. Um, sure, but before before we do that, I. You said your name was Palace. Yes. Yep, one and only. Thanks for helping. You're, you were helping. working with, well, the guy trapped behind the fog. Oh well. I his name. Oh God. I mean. You could say I was working with him. Really, I was just trying to keep my family alive at the time. Uh, I struck a deal with the Fae to trap him. Um, how long has it been? Did we go over that? hundred years. Hundred. It's been a century, yes. Okay, so I probably have great-grandchildren in town. I thought you were you do exiled. Oh, well, that's, that's good. Um, I, well, yeah, that was a little bit of a sneaky I pulled, you see. Uh, I'm, I'm not super proud of it, but, um, well, I posed as the head of the Fallfern family, and I swapped my family with theirs, uh, uh. and then I took them out into the forest, and I, I started a little, uh, community, but... Uh, well, the Wizard Prime, uh, he used him for his first experiment. Gabe. Yes. Thinking back on the glass figure and now knowing that the Fall Fern slash Zion family is halfling, is it actually a little girl or just a halfling person? <laughs> Make a history check. Okay. How the hell did you remember that? What do you mean? It's like my main plot hook. <laughs> oh, well, how the hell did you well, I forgot that immediately. Um, you said history? Yes. Okay. Do 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 16. 16. Uh, you believe it is actually a little girl. Oh, okay. Hmm. Who... Did you have a little girl among your party in the forest? Hmm... I mean, there were small children, but uh, none that spring to mind. Hmm. Well, 
I would think on that for a bit if I were you. Somebody has a hand in all this. Somebody from your community who seems to be helping, or at least trying to. Well, I, I mean, I think that's pretty unlikely. The Wizard Prime, um, he turned them all to glass. glass. Yeah. Yes. Jinx. Um, they still live, sort of. Huh. They shouldn't. Last I knew, he marched them all down to a lake in the swamps. And did what with them? Seeded his first batch of coronite. Oh, shit. Perhaps one of them got away. Possibly. Did we happen to just blow up these, <laughs> these people? Hey! How about we talk about this later? <laughs> okay, um, yes, probably for the best, but you were working with them momentarily, yep. yeah. at the very least. Mm -hmm. Is there a way to revert the signal from this tower? Because we know people turn to glass. Great. And then they start walking to the south when the tower has this big red light, right? How do we make the light not red? <laughs> Can we turn it blue? Well, maybe. I don't know if the color really matters that much, but maybe. Um, <laughs> if you could change the dial on that portal, it could maybe take you to, to, to some different rooms in this place. I, I guess technically this guy here could potentially do that. But hmm. um, I don't know if he could actually affect any change in this place. Wizard Prime uh, activates a lot of his mechanics with very powerful spells. Even from within the spell that contains him. I think that must have been on a timer. So, you know, like a countdown. If you say it's exactly 100 years, it feels like that was a failsafe or something. That was a pretty shitty failsafe, because it's about to um, expire if what you say is true. Well, it's like he's automated his farming or something, you know? Um, maybe the Coronite expires after a certain amount of time. Had any, like, illnesses or anything in town? I mean, it's I pretty think nasty call it stuff. Coronite cases. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I mean, ask your questions now, though, because uh, have you seen a, a character a little bit taller than me, uh, knobby long arms, sickly yellow eyes? Perhaps. I think. Well, Maybe. I struck a deal with him and his associates. Um, if he's around... He's probably going to want to take me home with him. Why? Well, my life was in the deal. The Fae always get what they want. Ain't that the fucking mm. truth? Yeah. <sighs> Sorry, I had a terrible experience there. Um, I mean... Well, I'm about to, so I sympathize. It... Yeah, let's probably keep you away from that. Well... You we could just try. stay in the tower until this is resolved, or we could teleport you somewhere. I... I... I could. Better than dying to the Fae. Well, I mean, they won't kill me. 
but no, but effectively you will. You would probably want to die rather than what than follow the, what the Fey have in store. Maybe. You'd be surprised. I've lived through some pretty crazy stuff. Have you? Uh-huh. you look like a, aside from being trapped in a weird tower, you look pretty normal to me. Well, I I kind of got fattened up a bit after my first several adventures to this land. Uh, started a family. I look normal now, but oh, back in the day, I was I was feared. Well, that's why cardio is very important. Hmm. I prefer dieting myself, but I'm a halfling, so. I do yeah, we're not. Yeah, I understand. We we we. We thicken pretty quickly, our mm-hmm. size, our, our kind of people. We grow horizontally. Yeah, since we can't grow vertically. Mm-hmm. Very sad. So, as the party is sort of conversing with Palace, uh, I'm, I'm assuming you make your way back to the main chamber. Um, you can see Palace is hesitating from leaving, but he's prepared to. Uh, face the music, so to say. If... If you have any second thoughts, I might urge you to stick around just for a few more days, perhaps. See how this all turns over. I mean... You might have answers. You never know. We don't ask many questions, and sometimes never the right ones. Well, I mean, that's all well and good, but you're going to have to learn to start asking the right questions or you're probably just going to die because it's a very important thing. I am figuring that out very easily as, um, well, I believe half the town is turned to glass. Yeah, that's an unfortunate side effect. One that, I mean, I would avoid in the Feywild. So, I mean, it's really a coin flip for me. Speaking of which, mm-hmm. have you ever seen a variant of the glass? Variant? Like a different kind? Like a helpful kind. One that doesn't burrow you into the ground and turn I'm, you into supplies. <laughs> I roll up my shoulder a little bit. Like, I got a little crack on my shoulder like this. Well, I mean, not just that. That's from exposure, but these... What about Tegan? Use corruption just to separate the glass shadows from us. Wow, (laughs) damn. Um, I've never seen a helpful one. I've never seen that. And he points at Kopesh's arm. Um, But it is volatile magic. Perhaps it has uh, evolved. Or perhaps there's someone... Or something fighting back, changing it. A hundred years of no influence from the Wizard Prime means, you know, something's got a chance to break. That Mm. might be to your advantage. Well, I hope so. Me too. Right, well... I'm going to give it one last shot and try to look for the mechanism. And if not, what would you guys like to do? Palace, yep. are there others like me that you've seen? Nah, I've never He's seen <laughs> He's back. Uh, never, I didn't see. 
You are the spitting image of him, but I've never seen another. I can only imagine there are. There must be. If there are, they're either dead or in stasis with him, and he's waiting. Because did you know he can, when a wizard does makes a clone, he can jump his spirit into the clone when he's ready to leave the previous body behind. So watch out for that. Oh. oh, great. Yeah. Well, I'm just an egg. Or Taladel. Cool. Kind of. I mean, you're a fully developed egg, if it makes you feel better. You've got your own personality and likes and dislikes. Yeah, he won't be able to just do it, you know? Uh, you'll be able to resist him. I don't think it would be easy. He would probably need to even get your consent or beat you to, like, an inch of death. If that's any consolation, I'm saying it now. It doesn't really sound like it. It doesn't. I was going to say. Um, I didn't. I didn't know what to say to this, but it's not my conversation. Well, so. I mean, you won't go to sleep one night and wake up and not be you anymore. So that is some consolation that I get to fight back. See, it's not always half empty. Team alert for life! I'm screaming out annoyingly. <laughs> But yeah, you're probably his end game. If that's you know, it, it seems that way. Like if he dies, he's gonna try and body snatch you. I, uh, yeah, I don't know if what we saw was him actually. If he's in stasis, thought that he was in the mountains, but he's also here. Nah, he's not. Is it a projection in the that we saw? I mean, maybe he could project himself, but. Did you see him before the centennial? This this hundred years? Cause he wasn't awake until then. That's that's when no. his his stasis ended. Haven't seen him. Don't ask me how I know while I was suspended myself, but feels like you know, he's a very numbers guy. The wizard prime, uh I don't know. Yeah. I thought I was born in the Feywild this whole time. Now you were just stolen and taken to the Feywild. I mean, technically, you were never born at all. So that's kind of cool. I think. I'm going to shut up now. If it helps, oh. it seems much more like he's a parasite, and you are just something he can connect to. I like that. You're a, you're. I'll find a way to sever this tie. There's probably magical items uh, that could block it. Mind shielding brooches, or I don't know. Power of love, some crap like that. Oh, I'll when we if if and when we get back, I'll look up something that we can possibly use. Okay, I mean you could use that to your advantage if he thinks he's got a free pass. Yeah, trick him. I think mean, that's a good idea. Because he might be a little extra reckless, assuming he's got, you know, fresh set of wheels waiting for him. How are your acting skills, Alaric? 
I haven't seen you hit the stage before. Not very good. We can coach you. Especially old Tegan. Tegan might be able to help you. Man. Maybe we can even we can even get a old old Mr. Silly Bitch to help. I was I was just about <laughs> to so have him be like, oh, do you know any actors in town? <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, while you guys figure this out, I'm just going to have a last check up and see if there's a laser or something I can disarm. I don't know. Can I stop dragging? Magical. Also, while you do that, can I, Alaric? Are you able to like walk around now? Yeah. Okay, I'll let you go. Okay. I'm sweating. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not, I don't do. You're the heaviest door I've ever pulled. Oh, God. Okay. Well, Tegan, we know your glass dagger responds to some of this magic. You were able to cut into that fog with it. You should look around, too. What am I looking for? Any way to disarm this tower or find new areas? Okay. All right. So, uh, Tegan and Revius, you head back up the tower? Yeah. Yep. Okay. What are you doing, Revius? I'm looking for anything that looks like a big magical laser that might attract people towards the southern mountain. Oh, okay. Make an investigation check. <laughs> see if I can check. break it. <laughs> you gather it um, is on the roof of the mage tower. Can I use my googles? Your googles? My goggles. Oh, sure. Yeah. I mean, as opposed to, you know, my eyeballs. I thought you were asking if you could Google something, and I was like, oh, I don't think anything no. about this will be on the internet. Oh. Okay. 17. Okay. You gather that the hallway with the living magic was the only last area that you could gain access to. However, the portal at the end of that hallway does have a series of glyphs in a circular mo like all around the, the rim and you think that if you shift it with powerful magics you can get it to take you to different rooms um, mm. you gather that the, the tower itself is the actual beam um, like the tower itself isn't where these rooms are at all once you pass through that portal the rooms are perhaps in the demi plane perhaps on a different plane uh, somewhere else but okay the, the tower itself perhaps only has a few rooms in it. Well, looks like we might need a Levick for this one. I hear my name and I come over to uh, <laughs> Revius's. He can sense it. What are you looking at? Well, I mean, the tower can't be that big and the source had to have come from somewhere, so... And I just point to the glyphs around the outside of the portal. Uh, I can read common and sylvan. Okay. I am going to say, Bryce, you are welcome to make a history check with disadvantage. To see if your, your connection to the nature of Taladel, the Wizard Prime. Can 14. 14? 
you stare at the runes for a moment, and you can almost feel yourself being the one that penned them. Um, you look through, and, and you think one reflects... Because they're not in any language, they're like sigils. So they're partially arcane, partially of your studies, but also partially something personal. Uh, you think one might be for like a research center, another's like an equipment room, another's a laboratory, um, a domicile. You you think you, you gather a good bit of idea how to read it. It might take some time to get more information. And it seems to just be powered by magic, but you know how dangerous it is to try and weave spells that you don't know how to cast. Um, you don't know what kind of chaos you could sow by attempting this, but you are certainly welcome to try. And you don't know if you have enough juice. Uh, you have to wonder if the Wizard Prime was pumping magics that are just well beyond you to get this thing powered up. Well, Revius, uh, I mean... This portal can take us theoretically to basic functions of a wizard's tower, in rooms, labs, where he sleeps, his study. But I'm not sure if I can do it. I'm not sure if I'm powerful enough. Do you think it could take us to the mountains in the south? If I were Taladel, I would have some series of sigils that would take me there. In fact, well, I'm sure he's been using this portal to go quite a number of places. What do you need to power it? Uh, I just don't think I'm strong enough. I could try. Um, uh, let me take out what I think is now Taladel's book that I have and just look in there and see if there may be some way I can use the book. Okay. Uh, make an Arcana check. Fifteen. Fifteen. You skim the pages of the spell book. Um... You understand its properties and how to use them in a basic sense. You understand that there's a series of spells. You do find some footnotes that are very similar to the markings that can confirm your suspicions, or at least you identify portions of the symbols. But the ones on the portal are those portions miss, like with missing pieces in the spellbook. So the weaker Shit. spells that you're familiar with, you see familiarities in the glyphs, but the stronger the strong ones, spells that are above you. Yeah. <laughs> if you scroll to the back of the book, the things you don't recognize exactly, you, you can see chunks of the runes are on the wheel. Okay. I, I'm afraid there's pieces here, but I don't have what it takes right now. It's it's simply blocked to us. With your check, I will add researching in the book. You note. There are there is a page torn out, and you note that the material appears to be the same as the map that Tegan has been chasing. That's curious. Tegan, it's just paper, but paper of this kind is rare. There's a page torn out here. 
Doesn't this look familiar to the pieces of the map that you have? As soon as I hear the map, I immediately perk up. I'm like, well, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Can I have that? <laughs> you cannot have my spell book. Can I have whatever piece of the map you have? Uh, I don't have a piece of the map. However, it's possible that maybe the map came from this book. We, I mean, Teladel said as much. He said the map led to his soul. The key to unlocking him from, well. <laughs> I don't know if you want to follow that map anymore, Tegan. Allison, I'm sorry. I thought we were going to leave, but apparently my friends are a little preoccupied at the moment. That's okay. I'm still stretching. I've been real cramped up. <laughs> I can only imagine. Well, well, it's well the map we got need. us this far, so... I'm going to continue following it. You're not going to give it away after you finish it, do you? If there's treasure, of course I won't give it away. Uh-huh, sure. Well, Tegan, just to be clear, we don't think that it leads to treasure anymore. We think that it leads to Teladel's soul, the very person trying to... from. Are you going to try and and convince her? She, <laughs> I just giggle in the back of my yeah, that, She has her mind made up. That's what we spent the entire of last session doing. Don't you remember? We we were there, and he's like, I'm trapped in this prison. Help me get out. I'll give you everything that you want. And you were like, oh, I'm going to do evil things. And we were like, Tegan, no. <laughs> Revious, you're funny today. <laughs> in the background. That was the best impression I've ever seen of TJ all day. <laughs> You know, he's a powerful wizard. Maybe maybe he was, you know, double speaking. Maybe it does lead to his soul. Maybe it isn't his soul, but, you know, you can take a portal to his soul. Some of them wizards have the, what do they call it? What are those things? The old, really old men that are very powerful. Horcruxes. Ah, uh, yes. Volda what? Grandpa. Volda what? <laughs> Gramp, Gramp. No, my grandfather wasn't a li- Lich! That's the word. Lich. Uh, phylactery. Mm. Mm-hmm. What is the point of isn't, having a phylactery isn't that, isn't that, lich, though? Isn't that, what you, isn't that what happens when you have to take a very strong, like, bowel movement? You have a phylactery or something? No, that's a... Oh, yeah, maybe. That, is that the thing that sprays no, your butt? No, that's called flatulence. Oh. Oh! Okay. We're getting Sorry, real I, off I, topic I... today, huh? I didn't pay attention all that long. Guys. I had to guard doors. <laughs> What's the plan? What are we doing? Mountains? Mountains. I did have a dream about the mountains. I'd like to go there. Maybe we can find that map and figure out what's what's next. Okay. Maybe even get another maybe even get a closer clue to figuring out how we can counter Taladel too. Tegan. Mm-hmm. How long has it been since you killed the monkey? No, that's not a euphemism. I mean... I, no, I stopped! Go <laughs> Peshla, <laughs> did you? I mean... You need to unwind. <laughs> I mean, we have... No! We, 
We haven't really done it. We haven't really been in town recently, so... Well, maybe we shouldn't. I mean, if he isn't dead already, then we might need all the help we can get down south. Are you saying that you the want monkey. to work with the stupid fucking man? Oh, I hope that we need down yes, south. Yes, the stupid fucking <laughs> man who is powerful beyond our compare. I'm not saying it's a great choice, it's just better than death. For, you know, three quarters of the town. That's true. And Who's he did to say that he's not already town. working with the, with the stupid wizard Prime? That's true, we don't know that. I have he a obviously knew. He obviously knew something was going on with the mayor. Yes, but... The mayor is gone. I don't think they have the knowledge to stop the glass. He tried coming to us, and we shunned him away. I don't think Cinder's gonna be much help. No, but his master might be. At the very least, we can leave a note. master is not gonna be coming with us. At the very least, we can leave a note. Okay? That's all I'm saying. Well, okay. Shall we get moving? Let's go. All right. Party. Hey, let's time. try and dodge. Like that. Let's Why are you smiling, Gabe? Let's, let's, <laughs> let's dodge the longhorn fellows. Because I know something you don't know. Can I um, copy down these sigils? Yes. Uh, onto a spare page before we leave. Sure. Um, I'm at this point. I'm assuming you have two spell books, Bryce. My normal one and this new one. I will say, if you are copying them like with magical ink, that would take the normal amount of time. But if you're just doing like photocopy, like sketch with normal ink, it it would just be moments. That's what I mean. I just wanted like a visual representation. Okay. So yeah, yeah, you can you can definitely. You could have been scrolling, uh, taking notes while researching it, even and and just we can hand wave it. Excellent. Okay. So uh, you see Pallas sort of tighten his belt and heft his belly out a little bit. He's like, all right, I'm ready. How the fuck do we get out of this place? Oh, um, he can, I point at Alaric. He can um, do the- I did. Okay. Alaric, you open the door. The peaceful forest grounds are dappled around the sleek tower. The Forlaren and another figure already await you, a healthy distance away from the entrance in the trees. At a glance, they seem agitated. They're maybe 60 feet away. You know, there's that little clearing of grass, and then there's the forest. Um, it's clear they've been waiting, watching the entry. Um, the other figure is tall and lithe, but sort of dizzying to look at from this distance. If you get closer, you think you'll have a better chance of making it out. Well. Oh. Shall we walk a bit? 
that other figure? Um. They do not approach. Oh, are they did? like completely surrounding the general area, or is like we can walk around the tower and get around them? You could walk around the tower. It's just the two of them. Um. Yeah, I don't think we. Guys, guys, didn't we call in an assassin? The assassin's dead. What? That's no. The assassin was. Yeah, the the assassin was up was up in the tower. The skeleton, right? Yeah. Or maybe I'm confused. I don't know. No, no. I'm glad that you said that because that's what I thought you said to us last session. The no, assassin that... was. The skeleton was another. Gravelot said it was his Gra- associate. Yeah. Oh shit. No, the assassin is Gravelot's to to bring up to kill whoever's in the mountains. Shit, I gotta go rewrite my notes. Hold on. <laughs> Are we approaching or no? They haven't made a move. I it's up to you guys. I don't think we're going to avoid them. I mean, they can see us. You want me to banish one of them? <laughs> we you can just start could. bashing. You can send him right back to the Feywild. At least for a minute. <laughs> yep, and then we, if we start running, you can hold our head start. <laughs> a minute's a good head start. Which one should I target if there's two of them? Which one looks more assassin? Probably the assassin. <laughs> the long one. Don't recognize? <laughs> the nut for okay. Martin. Try to vanish him. You guys just, just ask just... which one of them's the assassin. Uh, How about we just... Alaric Palace, are you ready to run? I, I mean, guys, like... She'll stock you down if it's the assassin I'm aware of. I, I mean, it might you you could probably get away, but like you could talk to her and then banish her. She wasn't. She stabs me in the throat. I don't know what I can do. She's more of an archer, but she'll kill you from so far away. You'll never know what killed you. Oh shit! The assassin. The assassin wasn't for us. That's the thing. We asked the four Lauren to bring somebody forth to kill whoever was yeah, in the mountains, because yes. we thought they were... Well, well, they're probably here to kill the, the wizard Prime. so trustworthy. And if. if they're here to kill the wizard Prime, his eyes slide onto Alaric. Uh, they know what the wizard Prime looks like. Uh, okay. They look like reasonable folks who are willing to talk. I mean, let's... They Have they been talking to you for a while? Alaric Prime? Do, second... Second, the, whatever you are. Prime the second. They, yes, they have known me for quite some time. So, for Lauren, at least. So then they they knew that they were, you know, they they've known all along, but they'll also know that the prime can jump into you. As uh, I'm gonna stay in the back just in case anyone wants to attack swiftly. I got your back. I'll stand that. I'll stand in front of you. Won't do anything because they just shoot above my head. But I'll at least stand. <laughs> I'll stand. I'm, I'm guarding your lower half of you. So if you want to bend down, you have cover. Okay, I'll give half I cover. I can turn <laughs> invisible. Hmm. Can I just pull out um, eight my little el- el- eldritch yeah. cannon? Yeah. Just to be ready. Guess we'll go approach them, right? Okay. Sure. 
so the party moves across the open space, across the field, toward the dark forest edge. Uh, mm-hmm. The Forlaren sort of, he he humbly steps back. You can you can see that he's not leading the the intercourse. He's kind of behind, um, almost groveling. It's it's pretty odd. You've only ever seen the Forlaren be like alarmingly weird, uh, and this time he's he's sort of in obeisance like he's he's groveling a little bit in the back quietly um he leans out to the side of the figure and says welcome this is vil starbinder the assassin and uh vil looks at you vil is a winter aladrin wearing robust leather gear and a blustering elven cloak that makes you very dizzy when you look at it uh, she wears an eerily long and elegant blue bow that rests along her shoulders and runs nearly to the ground behind her. A quiver full of frost-tipped arrows glint against the shadow of the forest behind her. And she seems almost sad to be here. She bows and regards the party. Um, he- hello. Hello. We're um, just making our way through. I have, well, oh, sorry, God. I have been summoned to slay the Prime. I am not the Wizard we've, Prime. We've got the secondary, not the Prime. So we'll have to help you. We can help you find the Prime. She, she looks to Gravelots, and Gravelots gives her like this weird nod. She says, "But you are of the Prime." I mean, it's like blaming a piece of armor for what the person wears it doing. I mean, you wouldn't shoot the armor, you'd shoot the person. Let's go find the person. A poisonous well must be cleansed. Even a bucket full taken. Yes, but he's not the poison. But he could be. This wizard ain't poison. (laughs) (laughs) The Prime still lives. He's in there. And if you truly want to kill him, instead of just letting him get away, maybe you should kill the source. That's where we're After going. all, does the barrier still stand? Yes. Make a persuasion check. Why? I'm telling the truth, bitch! <laughs> Persuade him. <laughs> not. You can persuade me that bacon cheeseburgers are 17. bad for me. Seventeen. <laughs> that won't stop me. <laughs> Vil looks at you. Her eyes are frosty blue and hard. Uh, she says, "I will let you go, for now." Oh, good! You'll let us go. <laughs> shut the shut, I, I smacked <laughs> the back of your head. Just stop it! <laughs> you are not my quarry, but I would not be sad to kill you. Ditto. (laughs) Mm. Perhaps we can settle this later. Yes. Alright, back down. Uh, See you later. I do need something from you before I let you go. Why didn't you tell this beforehand? (laughs) Fashion sense. I need a vial of your blood. And she points at Alaric. Why? To make it easier to hunt you down should you turn 
If I turn into the Wizard Prime, I want to be hunted down. Then I would deserve it. Uh, blood. I lean over to Alaric before he does and be like, um, just very quickly, doesn't your blood also give entire access to, um, you know, and I point at the tower. <laughs> she seems pretty adamant that she will require this from you before letting you go. Sorry, the vials of blood that he has, all out. All out. We gave, we gave it all away like, earlier. You should, have, you should have been here like five minutes ago. Do you have a vial? Yes, I have a vial. Very convenient. And hmm. I can tell since he's breathing and walking that there's still blood to be gained. <laughs> okay. It's going to cost you. Hand, could you hand us the vial then? We'll she hands it out. Having trip. <laughs> on it, mistakenly. Oh! I fall forward on my armor, holding it to my chest. Make a sleight of hand check to see if you can catch it. I think he essentially wanted to drop it and break it. Oh, well, if that's the case, then you can just break it. I think I rolled a five. <laughs> a five, okay. It slips out of your hand and it breaks on the ground. I, I, I said, oh god, I'm so sorry. Uh, does anybody know mending? She draws a dagger, yes, and she says, it doesn't need to be in a vial. <laughs> then why fucking... did you ask for a vial of blood? It would have been a little bit more civilized. She <laughs> holds her hand was... out. I thought it was clever. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I will resist the Wizard Prime with everything I have. We are not the same. I believe you. Gravelutz here has been watching you for some time, and I believe him as well, despite his suspect nature. I'll hold out my arm so she can take some blood. Okay. She wields the dagger uh, with a precision and technique that speaks of not just decades, but millennia of experience. She doesn't slice your hand, she slices the air next to it. And you see the air between you and her parts open as a portal to the Feywild opens. She says, put your arm through the portal. I recoil seeing this shit. <laughs> okay. You put your arm through, you feel a cold hand grip yours and a prick on your finger and the glass of a vial against your hand. And as soon as you pull your hand back, the Feywild portal snaps shut. Good luck. You must be great at birthday parties. What kind of a knife was that? <laughs> if you're eyeing it up, she just gives you a smirk. And she looks at TJ and says, What's a birthday party? You know, when you celebrate life, you have cake. We only celebrate death. Wow, what a surprise. That must be an awful party. When you live for thousands of years, it's a relief. I am, I'm feeling sad, so I want to leave. <laughs> I was going to say, well, well, now that you just brought the party down, uh, yeah. see you later. <laughs> Welcome to the Winter Eladrin. We are headed to the mountains where we 
hope to find. You don't have to tell her this. <laughs> oh, she's hunting the same. We I, I mean, she'd be able to follow us. She can just show up and do her own thing, right? I'm... Oh, so you're, you're fine letting Calcif help us, but not this thousand year old assassin? I'm not fine with we... letting Calcif help us. <laughs> I'm. It's just an idea, Jesus. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking, you know, maybe we should focus in on what we can do. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I agree. While you guys are having this aside, you see that Palace is kind of trying to like skulk behind you a little bit. She says, Palace Zion, it is time to pay your debt. His name is, pa- his name is Falfern, sorry. Sorry, no. little fib. Uh, my, my real name is Palace Zion, but I, well, you, I told you. Um, yes. I, yeah. Yes. Well, I was trying to defend you, but okay. You just let it, you just let it all, you let it all out, huh? I, I'm ready for another adventure. The Wizard Prime, I, I didn't have much fun the first round. Uh, save, save what's left of my family, if you can. Do you need a, I, I look back and sort of the side of my mouth, you need a quick escape, you want to banish you back to your original plane? Would that help? No, I, I think I want to see what's behind door number three. Fair enough. I bet, I bet we'll meet again. Please stay safe. I'll try. You only live the first time because of an accident. I don't expect you'll live another hundred years, but good luck with that. Halfling luck. A tiefling wouldn't get it. True. He flips a gold coin to you. Oh, Jesus. Don't touch... Who? <laughs> yes, to Revius. Okay. Catch it, I guess. Okay. See you on the other side. And uh, you see the... Vil Starbinder, draw the blade again and slash in a different manner, opening a larger portal to another place. Looks dark and blustery. You see briefly the silhouette of a large castle in a blizzard. And he steps through. Gross. The cold must be awful there. You get used to it. Highly doubt that. Maybe you don't. You are soft she kind of like so the mountains looks at your skin i'm of the light so in the the warmth so yeah i don't think we probably see eye to eye i will watch the tower oh how do you spell your name by the way because uh i'm writing down that that i'm I'm writing i'm writing your name down in my in my notebook sounded out it's pretty simple Vil Starfinder? Okay, perfect. I got you. Very very simple. Good luck. Don't die before I kill you. Bye. And I walk quickly away from her. Death (laughs) is a gift. She yells after you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh. I, I, I catch up with TJ. Like, death is a gift. I can't wait to her birthday. (laughs) 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 you guys travel back through the dense forest Um, I think it's about noon on a Sunday you gather you're not too worried about your jobs the next day so you are welcome to take some sort of a rest if you deem it necessary Um, probably a short one since time is a little bit of the essence 
but only if you wish. You are sort of free of your responsibilities. Palace Zion has been transported to another realm. The Forlarn and the Winter Assassins seem to be placated for now. You are free to head to where you would like, which I believe is going to be the mountains. Yeah. Are you heading just straight through the forest back toward town? I mean, it'd be a good idea to short rest in town and then head out. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you guys head through the forest. And as you emerge on the other side, I'm not going to require any checks at this point. I think that the, the drive here is to get home. Um, you see a long line of smoke billowing into the sky beyond the forest in the distance. At a glance, you surmise that the column is rising from Kier Hall. Uh, that's a little more smoke than the forges use, don't you think? Uh. Is it black or white? Black. Oh. It's, it's black. That can't be good. I would like perception checks from everyone. Net 20. 20. Ooh. Dirty 20. Ooh. I got a 10. Oof. Technically, it's a 16. 23. 16? Okay. Um, well, Kopesh and Revius, the two of you are walking side by side, exiting the forest. And you can see that Alaric's kind of got his heads in the clouds, and Tegan is probably muttering about killing an elf. I don't know. <laughs> um, but as you come out, you notice there's two little boots sticking out of a bush. And you smell like a, a, a fire and maybe chamomile. Like, that's weird. It looks like a, a little gnome is sleeping in a bush next to a small fire. Do we know a gnome that smells like chamomile? You do. Her the name hell? is Nipsey. No! <laughs> Why is she sleeping in a bush? I lean over. Is that tea? What? Oh, Kopesh. Yes, it's tea. Come. What are you doing out here? Gather. I had to come and warn you. Okay. I go in for a cup of her famous tea. Okay. Well, let me guess. The guards, the guardsmen are looking at us because we're being blamed for the for the people turning the glass. Kind of, but not quite. <laughs> You're very clever, Tegan. Come. When she tea. wants to be. Other times she's just murdering. Oh, you're all clever. You just have to use it in the right way together. Let's trust Kalsif. I wouldn't trust Kalsif with my life. Will Wait, you drink well, some tea? Yes, tea. Uh, she begins serving you little... She's got these little travel cups that are, like, reticulated. And she says, Thank you for making these for me, Revius. They're so handy. Hmm, she slides them open. Pours tea for everyone. Um... She says, I would advise that you avoid town. Don't even go back. Because the guards people want us. No, well, okay, what's happening? Well, I've been evacuated. So I, I pretended to leave and go to the north, and then I came here to wait for you. But, um, sh- the guards are okay, burning so- buildings down. Oh, no. Why? I don't know. What do I look like? A spy? They probably think it's a disease. Only certain ones. It's very controlled. They're not burning the town down, but um, 
Wait I, a second. You said there are two pairs of boots, right? No, I'm sorry. Just two one. Boots. Just hers. Oh, sorry. Okay. Two boots. Okay. Yeah. Two there. boots. Yeah, and she she pulls herself out of the bush to, to do all of this. She seems to have dozed off in there. Um, I I will go to the Dwarf Dozen Lakes with the rest once we're done here, but there's been a warrant for Tegan's arrest. Of course there about is. About time. Of course I'd there say, is. About time. I'm surprised you hadn't been on a warrant earlier. Is there a reason? Yes. The, it um It's on the piece of paper. The piece of, oh, I have the piece of paper. She pulls it out. And she hands it to you, Rivius. And it says... It's a flattering picture of me. It's kind of... It's like a side profile and your nose is way too big. But otherwise, yes. I think it's a perfect recreation. <laughs> um, the text underneath reads, Wanted, in connection to Mayor having sacrificed smuggled beings. How much, of, how much of a reward? <laughs> 1,000 gold pieces. <laughs> This wow, is monstrous. They really, they really, don't, they really okay. don't value you at all, huh? Only a thousand gold? Dang. I smuggled more people into this place than anybody. Who did you smuggle in for Calcif? Or that for your The brother? mayor? I'm talking about the mayor. Not Calcif. I'm surprised about it. Calcif uh, is the mayor. That's a better, better thing he is now. No. Before Calcif. No. Well, it did well, say Well, I smuggled you in. Yes, but I'm not sacrificed, so... Everybody that I smuggled in was was through the mayor. The, the, the paper specifies the old mayor? No, no, this is decreed by Calcif. Okay. Wait, what? This yes, but it poster. specifies... From the old mayor, mayor. old mayor. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Calcif wouldn't implicate himself. That'd be dumb. Well, I mean, maybe it wasn't written by Calcif, but I didn't look that far. Okay. I don't know. I'd like to look at the paper and just laugh to myself. <laughs> Maybe we should avoid Kierhal, though. Um, doesn't mean we have to sleep out in the wilderness. It's been a while since I've had to do that. Maybe he's trying to get a hold of you. Oh, he's definitely trying to get a hold of me. No, yeah, I mean, you killed his familiar several times. You haven't killed the monkey in a long time. God damn it, that sounds awful. What's its name? Cinder. 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 You haven't he's killed Cinder. You haven't killed, the, you haven't killed Cinder in a month. You haven't killed the monkey in a month, and you haven't gone down south in a month either. Okay. So, no! I mean, Cinder hasn't been dispatched Cindery. in a while. We've been in the forest, missing for maybe a day. We could have been, been spied on, but I'm surprised nothing came out about Alaric. I guess that must not have anything to do with what Calcif wants. Well, maybe Calcif doesn't know. You gather like that I said, if, if uh, Cinder had been following you for this, the guards would probably be searching for you here. Or waiting sure. like, like Nipsey was. Um, right, sense. Tegan, make an insight check for me. I got a 16. Hmm. 
you gather that Nipsey is trying to hold something back from you. Just being very quiet for Nipsey right now, just sipping her tea, listening to you guys talk. Hey, Nipsey. Yes? What else do you want to tell me, sweetheart? Nothing. <laughs> What's the matter with you? Sit down and drink your tea. Yeah, drink your tea, TJ. I sit down next to Nipsey. I'm looking and, at you because I'm like, <laughs> Nipsey's like my grandma. I'm looking at you just like, <laughs> what are you, you doing? Know, you know Nipsey. I know, but I'm getting mad too because I'm like, no Nipsey, no Did I ever tell you the story of how I murdered somebody because they, uh, because they threatened your life? Yes. I would do anything for you, Nipsey. Well, TJ. She like, I would do anything she for puts, you, Nipsey. She puts a gnomish hand, a withered, old, cute little gnome <laughs> hand on your cheek, and she says, TJ, I'm, I'm not telling you because I care about you. It's best you just go to the mountains. It has Tell something me. to do with Alaric. I mean, not Alaric. It has something to do with, uh, with Norik, doesn't it? Tell me. I'm not playing favorites here. No, I'm I, saying tell me because if it's bad, we'll keep it from TJ. We don't. TJ will just pester you more. I know how she works. You just, know how really resilient will. I am. Just That's trust, trust me, and move on. I will tell you if you really, really, really want to know. I really, you, really, no. really want to know. You can't say that. <laughs> One of the burning buildings is Norik's shop. I need to go back into town. I need nope. to go back into town. TJ? I need to go back into TJ? town. <laughs> Nork is in there. His glass. What is he going to do? Glass. Melt? Yeah. No. No. Are you Glass are you explodes kidding? It takes... before it melts. But not Let's helping. See. Not helping. Tea. Drinking tea. Coronite does explode when it's hit by magic. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if regular I, flames do it, though. But if oh, my magic, God. I forgot that there, there's there's that glass underneath his shop. Uh, and I... How long ago was it burning? A few hours. They started in the morning. Mm, mm, shoot. We're way behind if it was already been burning for hours. If we have to go back... We have to be extremely stealthy. You know this, right? You're good at that, but I don't trust you to go alone. No. His let's, question, let's... though, do we spend time in town or spend time going towards the mountains? Well, ultimately, we're doing this to not only to protect the town, but the people we care about. I mean, what's the point? I mean, if we don't protect the people we care about as well, then, you know, what's going to be waiting for us at the end of this? I wouldn't say that while TJ is here, because TJ would have just, uh, you know, thrown everybody else away just to save her friends. TJ, is that I mean, true? I mean, you would have been saved. I'm fine. That is not guaranteed. You would have been saved. Would we like to go scout this out then? I'll leave it up to you. I look at TJ like, if you want to go scout this out, take a look. I'm going with you. But I'm not letting you do this alone. It's obviously a trap. 
Of course. It's obviously a trap. Of course, but we've got things to be able to handle this between the four of us. Alaric, do you have any input? Um, they're trying to lure you in. You're wanted for arrest. I mean, it's you versus how many hundreds of guards from barracks? We approach, you get greater Absolutely. invisibility. Absolutely. The, th the three of us aren't wanted, right? So we roll in, figure out what's going on. We can handle Norik and then leave. not the worst plan assuming they don't arrest us and question us for an hour but we are not wanted there's no there's nothing for us if we get in question and wanted i'll just be like i'm trying to head up north and i wanted to no. make sure i had everything out of this particular place before it burns down no but if this was decreed by calcif he knows we run in this group it takes him a while for that printing press to get all those warning notices up we're in and out we move fast Oh, come now, if there was a wanted poster of me, you know Miss Nipsey would have taken it and kept it for her keepsakes. I exactly. would have framed them all if it was all of you. <laughs> you didn't well, frame mine. I wonder yet. how big my nose would be on this one. I don't know. You have a cute nose. I like it when you take charge, Kopesh. Oh, I don't like doing it. Well, it fits you. <laughs> anyway, should we go into town for a little bit? Just to see, maybe the outskirts, if it looks good, the three of us run in with you invisible, TJ, and then we can, I don't know where we take, I mean, when you turn the glass, like you start moving, right? And doing your own weird things. So what if he just walks back in? Now we're gonna, are we gonna like time to something? What? That's the thing. I don't know what to do with Norik after that. Like we can't have him with us. That, that would be unsafe. What if he's already walking south? What if we get there and he's not there? <sighs> let's let's just avoid it. I look at you. I'm like, are you sure? I can. We can. We can make a dash to the town. We can get let's in. Get just out. Just avoid it. Calcif's trying a gambit, and I am declining. After this, Very wise. after I mean, this, we can run up on Calcif and, you know, take care murder of him. Later. I mean, maybe not murder, but maybe like fear. I'm already trick. wanted. What's I mean, another thousand gold? I mean, I'm, I was going to interrogate with a spiritual weapon, but yeah, that I mean, essentially we're on the same page. How about an eye for an eye? You could burn his house down. I'll help. Oh, that's a good idea. Look at that. Nipsey, we can could, we could use some of that caramel and set it on fire so it's a sweet smile. I'm good at fire. So is Alaric. Got my flask. She pats her, her chest like her breast pocket. Yeah, we'll take the mayor's mansion down after this. How about that? One last chance. If you want to go into town, let me know. I look you dead in the eye without unblinkingly for like 10 seconds so I have to blink. No, it's okay. <laughs> I don't believe you, but if that's what you say, then we should probably head south. All right. The party heads. How south. much of a how much of a rest would you said we took in sitting down with Nipsey? Get a short rest in. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I'm, I'll, I'll sit here and deliberate with you longer. But... <laughs> All right, short rest time. I'll take a short rest. Hit 
Okay. So take a short rest. Uh, we're going to take a break here as you guys head toward the south. The party heads south. Uh, you begin your trek, leaving Nipsey behind, um, if you're willing to. She gives you a wave and a, a final cup of tea at the end of your short rest and bids you good luck and tells you that she will be at the Dwarf Dozen Lakes with the rest of the refugees, awaiting the conclusion of whatever the hell is happening in town. I give her a big hug before I leave. She returns it. Ew. She returns Aww. every hug. She gives oh, all we all get a big old group hug together. We'll all get in there. Yeah, and she'll demand it too. So, uh, TJ, <laughs> if you're like being snarky and not joining in, she's she gives you the look, the grandma look. Of course I'll hug her. Okay. Yay! I meant group hug. I know you'd hug her. Um, you guys can head to the south, uh, skirting around town. You do see several columns of smoke now. Not too many. It doesn't look like the city's burning down. I look sadly. I'm like, mm, I hope everything's okay. Except for Jureen. I hope he's kind of unfortunate. I'm just picking what up a lot What of... buildings are they targeting? Yeah. That's a good question. Probably the B&B. Probably Nork Shop. Anything related to me. I guess the only way to find out is to go into town and search. <laughs> Not going to allow you to make a check Wait, based on columns of smoke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Too dangerous. Okay. All right. How long of a travel is it towards the south? Uh, like an hour. An hour to like the base of the mountains? An hour from the forest, the edge of the forest, to the east of town, to mm -hmm. the, the barrier mountains outposts. So the base of the barrier mountains. Okay. It's probably like 40 minutes from the south part of town. Um, I would like to broach Kopesh and talk to him while we're just chilling. I guess walking for an walking. hour. Mm -hmm. We don't have like horses or anything, right? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Alright. What would you like to discuss with him? Help. You want me to help you? Yeah, I don't know how to remember. You sidle up beside Kopesh <laughs> and engage with him with your eyeballs indicating as a human would that you wish to have conversation <laughs> I don't know humans are weird <laughs> hey oh never mind I'm just alright I'll slow I'll slow up and, and converse in the back do you think we have a chance honestly I think we're about 50-50 I feel like we we were able to pull something amazing out in the swamp, but I don't know if we're running to such luck again. Hmm. Why, well, are you nervous? I've never seen you this lacking of confidence. I almost saw you guys die back there. And, I mean, I know I wouldn't have been able to fight off 
all those things on my own. I just don't know if we can do this necessarily. Well, I don't either. And you know what? That's been sitting in the back of my mind since we started this whole thing, since we went out looking for that weird-ass horse in the plains. This whole thing's <laughs> been sitting in the back of my mind. But you know what? I'm just kind of saying, maybe it's worth it. Every time I see, when I saw Keir Hall burning, I wanted to run right in, too. But seeing how everybody is focused in on what they're doing, like TJ deciding not to go in, honestly surprised the hell out of me. So maybe I'm thinking that despite what I think we can't do, maybe it's time for us to focus on what we can. Make slight changes. I don't know. It's a hell of a lot better than guarding a door for the rest of my life. Maybe I can make change now. Or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe door guarding is what I'm made for. I guess I'll find <laughs> out after I get in this cave. Indeed. Um, do you think you could do something for me? Of course. What do you want? Well, I have this message, and I was hoping you would pass it along. Sure. Who's it to? I hope I know them. Otherwise, it might not be working. <laughs> I th you... you may. And I just hand you a handwritten note. I'll take a look at it. My eyes raise a little bit. I look at you. I look back <laughs> at the note. Uh, okay. All right. I roll it up and put it in my chest pocket. I'll get started on it right away. Uh, I'm just arranging. Okay. Just I. I understand, and it sounds like something worth worth sending, but between us? Please. I think the others would probably... I would never hear the end of it if they heard. 100%. <laughs> I chuckled like, heartily at that. Very well. I'll take care of it. Thank you. I'm assuming that you sent Greg a message, Ashley. Yes. Could you send it to me as well? Yeah. If I don't know what it says, I will have a yeah. very hard time role playing. That's <laughs> true. I'm sorry about That's that. Okay. okay. I've expended a spell slot to send it to. Okay. Okay. Excellent. The party heads to the south. You walk down a well-worn dirt path that veers into the distance traveling southbound. The swaying grass of the Stellan Plains swirl around it, eddying. It's wider than most roads, big enough for carts to pass each other and easy enough to climb off to take a breather along the way. It winds away disappearing over a grassy cresting hill framed by a backdrop of impressive snow-capped peaks. The barrier mountains stark above ever looming over barrier way, watching you as you approach. Behind you, columns of smoke rising from your home are a foreboding presence as well. After about 40 minutes of this marching, your conversations wrap up. Kopesh and Revius, you have uh, inspiration for your conversation. Yay! Ooh. Again, that will fade at the end of the session. So use mm -hmm. it. Or don't use it. As you head towards the south, 
you finally see the outposts at the base of the mountain. You see the series of switchbacks that line up the incredible mountainscape behind them. The Dwarven outpost itself is a perfect block of utilitarian common buildings. The squat square structures were constructed staunchly and predictably in the most organized of fashions. A stable for horses greets any southbound traffic, and beyond that, a large square building with smoke coming out from a central chimney stands alongside it. It has a steady stream of tired-looking miners trickling in and out. On the western side a small, uh, of the small community, there is a large stockyard with piles of minerals and stone and dirt behind a large wall it is gated in. Beyond that, another square building where you could hear the sounds of a smithy. Um, there are three roads that you can see leaving this point to the south. It's almost like a tributary. You come to the, bo the bottom of this outpost. There's this large common building with some commotion and some dwarves running in and out of it. You don't see any glass people. And the three, uh, the three roads down below, you know they lead to three separate locations. The center leading directly to the newest and most used mine path. The one to your right, aka the west, leads to the Broken Peak. And the one to the east, on your left, as you're heading south, uh, you've actually taken in the very first adventure that we had. And that one goes up to the Cursed Hills, where you sought out that horse. What would anyone that horse, like to do? That was a good time. The horse. The horse. <laughs> Need to see a man about a horse. Where panting. I'm panting heavily because we walked a lot today, and my ass is tired even with that short rest. Can you imagine, like, do you think that we actually need to go to the Broken Peak? I don't rightly know. And can okay. you consult your map? Oh, I guess I could do that. I pull out my map. <laughs> okay. Um, did you ever affix the last piece you got? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't think it does yet. I, I think you're awaiting the, the final piece. And you know that it's on a dwarf somewhere down here. Your best bet is probably talking to people. Are there any, I mean, yeah, are there any miners around? There, there are. There's a steady stream of them coming in and out of that the largest common building. Um, Do I recognize oh, any of them? going to be a little bit more awkward for me, though, because I am wanted. You were wanted in mm -hmm. town, and only as of this morning. Oh, okay, so then these miners don't know that. Probably cool. not. So I'm going to go up to some of the miners leaving the town, okay. or leaving the mine. I, I, and... will, I will make a quick addendum. They are all trickling in and out of the building and running around the community. None are returning or leaving toward the mine. And that, that stands oh, out well, to you because typically they would be. Oh. Well, I'm going to go up to the building then. Okay. So you know this is this is the main building. Um, there would be some dormitories. There would be offices. Uh, this would be where like management staff is located or help. Um, the miners would probably come here for their paychecks at the end of the week or that whatever equivalent in fantasy land that would be their pay cut. Their golden the pay pouches. Yeah, their pay pouches. <laughs> uh, you you are able to sort of slip in between the stream of dwarves. It's not like constant. Uh, it's two heavy oaken doors in the middle of. It almost looks like concrete. It's like a, a very sturdy built building. 
lot of stone like plastered in. Um, this is a, a pretty monstrous structure. It's like three stories high. And as soon as you open the door, you're greeted with a scene of absolute chaos. What's going on? I will tell you as soon as I get the music changed. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I just want to ask him if, they, if if anyone's seen a dwarf that seen that like hung out with my brother. Do you just grab the first dwarf you see and ask that? No. <laughs> okay. It's just like we're all dwarfs here, Sonny. <laughs> Sorry, lass. Uh, it's fine. People you, confuse me all the time. Yeah, I kind of like it because I just forget, but it adds to the character. <laughs> <laughs> um. You open the door. Panic-stricken dwarves run amok within this outpost. The utilitarian design inward matches the exterior. The main room has been made into a temporary medic station. Bedrolls are strewn about, filled with bloody or silent dwarves, stoically battling a wide array of wounds. A tired middle-aged dwarf with a bloody smock tied around her waist and studded leather armor is barking orders. You recognize Louise Cragvin, the owner of the mine anywhere, especially here. I'm going to go up to Louise. Okay. I can see that you're busy here. She holds up Was a finger. Was there an accident? And she says, Wait one moment. And she rushes off in another direction. And she starts scolding a dwarf for not washing his hands or something. <laughs> <laughs> I wait. Oh, Tegan waits? Miracles do happen. She glances back after giving the, the dwarf a good dressing down and she marches back over to you. She looks down at you and she says, What? Was there an accident in the mines? What happened? There was something in the mines. A lot of okay. people came down from town. They were all glass. We tried to hold them off. Is that why no one's the in glass the mines? did this. Incidentally, yes. Yeah, we had to call everyone out. We got them all evacuated. We closed the main gates. We're dealing with Can't... the fallout. So, this is going to sound strange, but I need to get inside that mine. Ha! You need to get in the mine. Are you suicidal? Ha! I am. I rightly don't know how to take that. <laughs> Fair enough. I have I have reason to believe that we can stop whatever's happening if we get inside this mine. You should have led with that. <laughs> Other than suicide. Well, all right. Let's not mince words. <laughs> I don't have time to waste. People are dying. Okay. You want to get in the mines. There is a way. Okay. There's a management shaft that is still accessible. But some of these dwarves here you see... They came from there. There's an elevator in the back. You're gonna meet some kind of resistance in there. It was ugly. Okay. Who are you looking for? I appreciate I'm looking I'm looking for a dwarf that was hanging out with my brother Norik. You see her bite her lip. Which is a very unusual... She's very she's very stoic and very abrupt and abrasive. This is a kind of a... 
an out-of-character move for her. Norikise? Yeah? My son was hanging with him for a bit. I haven't seen him since this started. I think that that's probably not a coincidence. Um, do you know if he went into the mines? I don't have a clue, but whatever Norik was wrapped up in, it, it seems to be linked. There, um, his name is Torin. Torn. Well, I promise you, I will. I will find Torin, Louisa. Her attitude, Louise? Louise. Her attitude changes drastically. She's she barks out to another dwarf. She's like, "Get these these people, whatever they need. They're going in." All right. I hope to not see you on one of these cots in a bit. Well, if you do, at least I'll have information about where your son is. I'll take it. Good luck. You're gonna need it. Something, something came up from the mountains as well as them folk going in. But Just to be know. clear, did the the folk going in do this to you, or whatever came from oh, the mountains? Whatever was coming up is the one that did all the bleeding. Wait, we're all inside? Oh, I didn't realize. Damn. Yeah. The, the glass didn't. Okay. The glass people didn't do this to you, though, right? No. No. You need some help healing. I can cast some spells if you need something. Absolutely, if if you're willing. But if you're I'll going into around. the mountain, you you may need. As much juice as you've got. I mean, you're right, but I can't stand to see people suffering like this. I respect that. Yeah, if all these people are laying down, he doesn't have anyone to hold doors for. Well, there's... I ignore it. Plenty of doors in the mine. <laughs> I don't know if you've got time for this. My son's in there. You're right. Oh. What I have anything if I have any juice left when I come back, I'm going to help you guys out. I appreciate that. Oh, before I leave, I do I want to ask her: Is there anything like in particular that you think that we would need to be inside these mines? Like it's going to be dark. To make the... as a mine is. That's kind of common sense, though. I'm guessing that's not what you were looking for. Any like secret paths or anything inside the mines that you guys were not secret paths, but like paths that you're building, like any structurally unsound places inside. All I'll say is that whatever came up came from the bottom. You've got to go okay. deep. The existing shafts are probably just empty. Gotcha. Go all the way down. As far as we've dug, perhaps we dug too far. Alright, let's go find this maker, guys. Yes. One more thing. Did anybody see it? Have they described it? Not accurately. Made of glass. Horror. Most of the men haven't woke. Well, that's seen glass basilisks, so... Glass anything. I know it was large. Big enough to take up the whole hallway. Hmm. Okay. Well, at least we know we're looking for something glass. Alright. At the least, if you can't do anything to save it, 
break the elevator and get out. All right. Well, let's Good luck. go do this, guys. She goes back to barking orders at other dwarves and yelling at people and even sitting down to help uh, clean wounds and whatnot. Okay. Mission. Find Torin. Get Matt. Yeah. And so she gave you access to a manager's shaft. Um, she tells you, Jake, because I forgot to, uh, that there is a small alcove to the left of the main entrance of the map. And you'll see the Kragvin emblem, the family crest, on the wall. It'll be small. Okay. That'll lead you to a secret passage. Vamanos! Vamanos, muchachos. Okay. What? <laughs> That's Elvin. I figured. I don't understand a word of it. Actually, I speak Elvish. That's, that's a lie. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I'm rusty. Oh, <laughs> he's been caught. Oh, I, I pull out my book and like rig up my translations. Like, oh yeah, uh, uh, yes, let's go. We go. <laughs> we go fast. Let's go, everybody. Did I just make Spanish Elvish in my campaign permanently? Find out next time. On oh my gosh! <laughs> every every. Blake? Oh man, oh, so that means so Bill, character Bill, that Bill, always speaks Elvish. So Bill technically is Hispanic. Uh, good to know. I let, let we learn now. She's cold. <laughs> she's yellow. <laughs> okay. All right. So I I go to that alcove. All right. You have to head up the mines first. This music is way too adventurous. So inspired this whole time. You don't have to change it. I'll leave it till you get to the mines. <laughs> that's a fair that's a fair compromise i'll take it Good. the switchback ascent to the primary mining caverns used by the company is immaculately cut into the mountains the well-worn handholds and emergency alcoves are evidence of that still the trek is laborious even unladen the towering peaks cast a dark shadow over the way making you forget what time of day it is by the time you arrive at the summit the top can steal your breath like... yeah I feel like I'm reading the intro to Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> the top can steal your breath, however, as you peer into the depths of a cavern mouth larger than you would have imagined. Twenty cart widths wide and twice as many tall. The depths speak to you like a dark dream. Warning, intriguing, inviting, repelling. But the gates there are closed. Make an investigation check, Tegan. Okay. Ah, sorry, I accidentally nope. got off of D and D. Unforgivable. Do 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 do. Oh no! Why is it taking forever? Come on, investigation. You said. Yeah. Again, this is not a gated check. This is like, how long does it take? <laughs> I got a nine. <laughs> okay. Um, you look, you think like, okay, I'm going to find it real easy. And you just beeline to a point on the wall and you're like feeling around like a mime for a bit and you scratch your head. You can't find it. So you, you give up, you go all the way back to the entrance and you just like follow the wall all the way over. And it looks like you just missed it completely. You do see the Kragvin emblem carved into the wall. Uh, it is a broken mountain peak. 
So it's it's basically the, the peak that you can see, but the silhouette with a large pickaxe over it, and it's just scratched into the wall there. And that looks cool. Yeah. And there it is an expertly hidden just like it's like an optical illusion carved into the wall. If you're looking at it straight on, you just can't see it. But then if you look at a certain angle, you see a, a slight hmm. causeway. And you sidle your way through it. <clears throat> and there is a door at the end. Cast mage armor. Wise decision. <clears throat> Guys, we're going to just talk you to whatever's down there. You're going to what? We're going to just talk to whatever's down there. We're not going to fight it. You have matured so much. Ever since we <laughs> talked to Palace, you've been mature as fuck. Jake wants to kill every NPC in the game, and he wants to talk <laughs> to every monster in the game. I don't believe it. I believe TJ changed for the better. So I'm extremely happy right now. I'm like, I've never connected to TJ so much my entire life. I'm actually pretty upset that I'm only wanted for a thousand gold. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Like maybe not too adventurous, but that's like I've been blown away. I was, like, I was blown away by that money, but I work for like twenty five gold if I have a perfect week, like yeah. a perfect week with no mistakes. <laughs> I'm usually like working with three gold a week because I forget to open. I forget to open the door for the prayer people. Yeah, it's it's basically a year's salary for for most. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, we're not we're not bow rights. We don't have that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> we're broke bitches. Only if there's a good. Eh. I was looking at you angrily, but I just mocked you because he said it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Going in. You open the door. It opens with a heavy creak. Dust <laughs> comes down from above. You are looking down a long, dark hallway. Please reference Owlbear for the map. Oh, here we go. What if we never came here and you had to, like, throw this map away? <laughs> it's happened before. Whoops. Um, Not in this campaign, though. But... You guys are, are barely, like, I'm barely ahead of where you guys are because I'm not planning too far, so it's been a wild ride. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, a long hallway, still yet lit with fitful torches, stretches on for 40 feet before ending in a T-intersection. Another hall leading to the left, then bending once more, and to the right, which ends in a wooden door with a plaque over top that says, Wait, want, mine. It's like live life love or live laugh love, but for dwarves. Wait, one of mine. <laughs> yeah. So, new dwarven, so these dwarves are basic bitches. <clears throat> kind of. I knew dwarves were wine moms this whole time. I knew it. Just <laughs> wine moms with beards. I knew it. Gabe, the most important question hmm. Did Louis have a beard? A slight one. Not like anything crazy. Okay. High respect for like, her. Kind of like mine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like Harry, but, but not impressive. Hey, sometimes beards are hard to grow, okay? It's true. I live no that judgment. Life. Not for my co <laughs> <Unless laughs> <that> <laughs> All right. So, which way does the party choose to go? Left or right? I think y'all know what? what I'm going to say, but. Adventurers always go left. Okay. <laughs> you ignore the offices true. beyond and you head deeper into the mines. Oh, ignoring the offices? I guess so. I didn't know the offices were right. Well, that's because you know right, well, right. All right, well, uh, fuck it up. Let's go to the offices then. We'll ignore it this time. Okay. We're not adventurers. We're heroes. Or so some shit. I don't know. Are you going to the right or the left? I figure you're going to go everywhere. I'm not very concerned about it. 
Alright. You want to check the offices first before we go left? That sounds better. Let's do that. Adventures always go opposite left. And it's left if you turn around. Three left. You always go to the left three times. You all do the ambi-turner thing that Zoolander does where he like... I was just thinking that. I can only turn left. Three left do make a right, so... (laughs) So, um... Uh, a slight waiting room runs for 20 feet in length before opening up to another door that's been left ajar. Within is a quaint, if poorly lit, office. A table is strewn with papers, and in the corners of the rooms stand stone desks, uh, standing stone desks, that are littered with maps and notes. Would you like to investigate anything, or move on? I'm gonna go see the maps and notes. Okay. That's where the light is, and I don't have dark vision. I'm like everyone else. I'm gonna go dig in the desk because I'm nosy. I put my lantern out, so I put it on the table while you're looking around. So Excellent. I let it. I let it burn. Okay. So the whole map or the whole room is is very well illuminated. Um, I would like investigation checks from both of you. Time to be nosy. It's a good time to be nosy. Investigation. Oh, thank God! It was on the edge. Okay, that's a dirty. That's a dirty twenty. Almost got. Almost got a dirty one. Oh. Teen over here. Fourteen. Okay. Um. Well, Bryce, as your as Alaric is looking at the pages in the corners, um, you're filtering through the maps. You're looking at the maps. You note that there's a series of X's found in like it, it looks like they're they're schematics rough schematics of the mine itself and there are small x's at various little intervals um and there's a little bit of writing written next to them and it says uh l f f l f lower flow as you, Kopesh, are going through the drawers, you find a notebook and some logs. You slap them all down on the I... table. You look at the logs and you're like, that's fucking boring. So you push them to the side. You flip open the, the diary looking log book um, and you read personal notes left by a Thelmond Dullhurst, who is the foreman of the mine. And most of it seems to be kind of useless. Like he's got flora and fauna, uh, the yields of the mine, and you, you're just sort of dazing out. But with that dirty 20, your eyes lock in on one little thing. Uh, LF, load fever, L-O-D-E. So I'm reading the notes right now and I'm muttering to myself. And I just say, load fever out loud, and I keep muttering. Feels pretty good. What the um, hell is load fever? LF. LF. It's here on this map. What are you talking about? What map? That's not a map in this journal. Come over here. Take a look at this. I, I look up. Oh, shit. You got away from me. What are you talking about? I walk over to your map, holding this notebook that I stole. It's got X's where I'm guessing LF is load fever. Is the mind sick? Could it be that what? the workers are getting sickness? 
Well, I mean, load could be lodestone, something of the sort, but what is fever? Maybe it's a... Or night hmm. sickness. That could be. That would make sense. People who dug there got sick, so stay away from it. There are a few more logbooks that you could look through, but otherwise... Eh, I don't like reading. That's why I'm glad I do. I'm like, I, I think mean... I'm good here. I thought I was going <laughs> to find some pretty pictures and some stuff, but I found books and can't do it. Okay. All right, I, read th I read through these logs. They're super boring, so I, I, throw, I toss back the... Uh, <laughs> Notebook when I'm done with it, just throw it behind me. Kopesh All right. throws the notebook back and then sort of checks out. Um, <laughs> you see Alaric scurry after it and start looking through it. Alaric just. There's nothing in there. There's no pictures. <laughs> Carrying over the, your check, you just you glance through it and you find the the shifts, the worker shifts, and you note like it's it's all written out in tables and occasionally you'll hit a name, and there's just the X's stop, like they stop showing up for work. And written in in his little hand in the same red ink is LF next to their name. So you think you guys were actually correct? <clears throat> that it was missing workers. Don't tell Kopesh that he doesn't need to investigate. Kopesh doesn't. Kopesh, Kopesh has a feeling he's right. So <laughs> he's, he's not even going to look. Right. Well, does that mean these are places to avoid? This is where there's coronite, possibly deeper into the mine. Um, okay. Oh, I'm going to take this map with us. Excellent choice. You will note that the lowest level has the most LFs on it. And that the mapping is no. not complete. Hmm. What else is on the table? Uh, a candelabra, some notes, some pens, fountain ink, um, papers are strewn about. I want the candelabra, because I... Wait, well, actually, I can see in the dark, but other people can't. You can also tear one of those sconces off the walls, because it's more torch-like. Or you can walk around yeah. like, uh, what is that, Lumiere? Like a librarian, <laughs> a Lumiere. Yeah. <laughs> oui, oui. Either or. I, I, well, I guess I'll take the sconce off the wall and be like... Sure. You guys can't really see in the dark, can you? No, I can't. Yeah. So you've so got what a now? and you've got Kopesh's giant lantern that's blazing yeah. on the table. That's true. Fantastic. What are we looking at? More <laughs> maps? Oh, light's good. Better than cold like that frigid elf. Kopesh, I think you were right about load sickness. Oh yeah, load we should probably, probably we should probably stay away from those areas. Uh, well, I don't know so much about that. Um, we can blow it up, right? If we need to, just like we did the lake. Prematurely, I might add. I mean, so that might be this entire mine. Oh, good point. Yeah, I don't want to cave in. I don't want to live or, here. Or, or mountain, for that <laughs> sake. Gnomes don't normally live in mountains, and the dwarves thrive here. And I don't want to. I don't want to be buried here. My, my family would never let me live again. I mean, not to mention we could still save the people. They're in there if they haven't cemented themselves into the dirt or turned. I mean, they can only they can only like if we don't let them dig in, then I mean they just like walk around forever, right? You just pull them out if we see them. I suppose so. Oh, well, we better get a move on before everybody we know ends up down here in this mine. 
Remember, there's that elevator coming up with who knows what type of glass beast. Oh, I'm sure it'll be nothing. I hope. I'm praying. I take a little incense out and throw it into a flame. <laughs> so with most characters, that would be an exaggeration. With Kopesh, you can hear him muttering prayers. <laughs> Throwing pinches of it into my lantern. And it smells delightful. Sandalwood? Something similar? Yes! <laughs> it's a okay. fantastic smell, especially in the evening. Yes. All right. Um, the party carries on, leaving the office behind. All right. Let's do it. You head down the left path. <clears throat> you note Alaric is studying the map closely, and you enter what looks to be sort of a staging room. It's a rectangular chamber marked by tools and armor that's strewn around on the floor uh, about four massive wooden cabinets in each corner. Uh, a column in the center of the chamber is marked with what seems to be a thousand scratches, like intentional uh, tally marks, um, seemingly left by the dwarves for long periods of time to mark shifts maybe or treks down below, who knows. Uh, a door to the left is open and seems to lead to a mess hall, and a door on the far side, the opposite end of the chamber, leads straight on but it is firmly shut and barred from your side. Are we in that room uh, up ahead or are yes. we excited? Oh, yeah. okay. Yep, so this is this like a staging room. There's a lot of mining picks. It looks like whatever or whoever pulled these things out of the cabinets did not put them away, did not organize. It was done in a hurry, which... Judging by the outpost outside, that kind of tracks. Can I grab a pickaxe real quick? Just to add, just in case we need to do anything. I can't hear you, Greg. I'm talking to myself. I'm I'm too big. Okay. Is there any rope here? Absolutely. I I would say, like, you could probably find small amounts of any, like, lantern oil, um, any general supplies. Are, are handy. Pick up some I'm going to take some for my lantern so I can pour it in. I've been using this thing without refilling it, so I'm going to pour some extra oil in it. Absolutely, yeah. Do you, you have any coronite here? There does not appear to be any coronite. Um, I would even say, Greg, that if you wanted to, uh, Kopesh could fill like an extra flask of oil if you wanted to throw it on someone and light them on fire or something. Yes, I'll do that. Like, I have flasks on like that frigid girl. Yeah, just, just make never, sure. I'm never going to call her by her name because I'm mean. That's okay. Call her Sad Sack. That's, that was my actually my nickname as a kid from my sister was Grumpy Gills. <laughs> um, you I was Butterball. Butterball? Yeah, I, I, I kind of waddle like a turkey when I was in middle school. <laughs> Butterball, anyway, Grumpy sorry, Gills. Sorry, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so... If you could look up the stats in the player's handbook before you use it, whenever that may be, just to remind me, because I, I don't remember what the flask does, but it does have specific do. mechanics. Um, okay. All right, what would you guys like to do? So there's a barred door and then a, a pathway that leads to the left? Yeah, so the door on the left is open, and you can peer inside and you see like a dark room uh, with some tables. I will reveal it if you choose to go in. Uh, or the door at the far end of this, the, the staging room is... Um, it's barred, but from your side, so you'd have to just lift the wood out of the the bolt. I go into the left. Okay. Just to see what's there. 
Okay. Oh. Uh, a large chamber is marked with four tables in each corner, much like the staging room, still set with food and dishware. A tankard of ale is spilled on the floor, left sticky and wet. Two of the large furnaces on the left and right of the chamber, opposites, are dim with embers having been let burn out unceremoniously. The dwarves left in a hurry. They didn't even finish their beer. No! There is another column in the center of this room, and stuck to it with a dagger is a small bag. I take the bag. Okay. Do you take oh, the dagger? Inside. Sure. What are you doing over there, Evius? I don't know. There's something on the wall over here. Seems like people left in a hurry. I imagine turning in the glass would probably have you move pretty quickly. Unless it's in your joints, then probably not. Are there any signs of struggle here? There are not, but there is a broken chair. Uh, like, the dwarves are moving quickly and carelessly, for sure. Okay. Revius, as you look inside this potion, you see three healing potions. Oh. And the dagger is a plus one magical dagger. Oh. Looks like Wee. it was left behind by the dwarves for anyone who might need it. <laughs> Does anybody use daggers? I do. Well, here's a special one. I chuck it to Tegan because I don't really. I can't use daggers. Sure. That's fine. I think you're all probably capable of using it. I think it's classified as a simple weapon, but it is probably oh, is best it? in the hands of Tegan. It's up to you guys, however yeah. you want to do it. That's fine. Do you dole out the um, healing potions, or do you just hold on to them? No, oh, yeah, absolutely. I'll give one to Kopesh and Tegan. What's this? Yeah, I guess I'll give one to Alaric, too. Or not. Okay. So you handle Drink it, find out. <laughs> you could if you're missing health. You all know it's a healing potion Lady. by looking at it. Thank you. Thanks. I figured after our last battle, may as well use them for whoever left them. All right. There is there are various things in here: silverware, pitchers, some food on the tables, bottles of wine, maybe like some tankards of ale. You're welcome to take things if you want, or move on. I want to take some booze, just a bottle. Okay, you grab a Not a. Really. a bottle of mead mead nice yeah it's not fancy it's just it's hardy dwarf stuff mm -hmm. they wouldn't be caught drinking something honeyed down here <laughs> be made fun of honey mead is How so unpleasant. good it's so pleasant i know okay. i guess that's what happens when you grow a beard and you just lose taste <laughs> true as i'm going to raise this bar i don't know what's behind here but lift the bar off the door Okay. You lift the bar off the door. It begins to creak open on its own. A long hallway stretches to an end some 60 feet ahead. The light of the sconce ahead flickers ominously, glinting with the sight of something red on the floor. You cannot see around the bend at the end of the hall. What do you do? That's it, everyone else. Noise. I'm a little freaked out. 
Go down the hallway. I'm going down too. Yep. You walk down the hall, careful to avoid the long smears of blood as though dwarves were dragged out. Oh my. The dwarves are dragged (laughs) out. (laughs) Curious, if they were turning the glass, why is there blood? I'm kind of scared. Well, because the miners, they... They got attacked by... The miners got attacked by something in the mines that came up. Remember the room we were just in? Right, so I'm trying to figure out why this thing didn't turn the glass either. Like every other thing that's encountered it. What thing? No, didn't we see that thing when we first were out there, that little horse that turned it? What was that thing that rammed its head and turned the glass? Everything's glassy. Deer. Deer, I don't... I don't know animals. I don't. Animal handling is something I never took in. <laughs> you turn that the moose. corner at the end of the hallway. There is significantly more piles and puddles of blood. Uh, there is a series of ramparts built, sandbags and wooden stakes fitted in between them. As you look across the hall, there is just fragments of glass everywhere, as though a, a heated battle was pitched here briefly. Down the set of stairs rests a dark chasm that is a square. There's a little bit of a, like a tackle and housing of gears on the left side of the wall at the base of the stairs. It looks like if you were to work it, you could pull up an elevator. Mm. Would one of you give me a hand with this? And I try to push on the spikes or one of the sandbags or something. It's a little so high up for me. Uh, Alaric, you want to do it? I, I have to reach up on my tiptoes. So. Like- you know, plus doors are stronger than me and I'm a little tired. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Walking a lot. My legs aren't the longest. Okay. So you guys begin pulling on the gears? Uh, well, we were just getting rid of some of these ramparts so we could oh, walk through. My bad. I jumped jumped the gun there. But okay. now we're going forward. These right. crystals, things we can see. Yeah, absolutely. It looks like, like brown glass, like shattered off of something. Oh, don't touch that. Brown glass, okay. Does this look like the brown glass you saw under Nork's shop? It does. It does. <laughs> that siren is Chicago, not the mines of the Barrier no, Mountains. I'm, I'm, <laughs> Sorry. It's a, mine out, timing. it's a siren outside of the mine. It's saying, oh shit. <laughs> Alright, I'll give you a hand with uh, the elevator. Yeah. Alright. You begin pulling on the mechanism and it clicks and locks in place with an effort as you pull on each rung and you see the elevator begin to come up from the bottom. And as it comes out of the darkness, maybe 60 feet below, you see something red looking up at you. A dim, pulsing red light. 
And as you pull the mechanism and it clicks into place, something snaps. And the mechanism begins to spool quickly as the elevator comes soaring up toward you. A large brown glass figure with glass breaking off in many, many different directions off of the force, uh, the, the front of the creature comes into view. Its eye gleaming red right in the center of its glass-domed head. You can see pierced dwarves still dead clinging to the spikes on the, on the glass creature as he comes into view and the elevator comes soaring up into view. Drop it! Drop it! it and shit. Drop it! Drop it! Other way! Turn it! We can't! It's rolling! <laughs> the elevator slams into place. And that is where we will end today's session. No! This thing is going to punch me and I'm going to cry. God, it's got dead dwarves on it. Oh, God, their dwarves are slightly as big as I am. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's very large. It's taking up the whole t- uh, 20 foot square. Who's that edgy bastard? I know.